Hello everybody, it's Miss D again. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you're listening to me. We are continuing with part two of our series, Bad Dads in the Bible. But before we start, let's give honor to whom honor is due. Let's thank the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords for sparing our lives up till this moment. Let's give him praise for a roof over our head, for the food we eat, for guiding our going out and our coming in. And for those of us who's lost loved ones during this period, I pray the good Lord will strengthen you and will give, keep you under his shadow. I thank God for our lives and I thank him for what he's doing and what he's yet to do in our lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. So, which dad am I going to look at today? Wow. I'm going to talk about David. Yes, David. Hmm. The man after God's heart. He was actually a bad dad. But before I go on, let's take a break. And I'll be back right after the dial. Don't touch that thing. I'll see you. Okay. Welcome back. You ask me, how was David a bad dad? Well, David allowed his past failures to paralyze him in his role as a father. But before I go on, let me tell you something. You see, I can only speak on what I've seen, heard, and grew up with. African fathers from our African heritage. You see, the fathers find it difficult to speak to their sons about their past mistakes, most especially when they can see that their children are showing traits of their past. Fathers labor under, this, under the misunderstanding that has plagued them in the past and then struggle to understand the difference between hypocrisy and spiritual growth. Look, hypocrisy is when you try to stop your children from doing something that you are currently doing. Hmm. You know when you say, do as I say, not as I do. You get the drift? However, Spiritual growth, on the other hand, is telling your children not to do something you did because you learned from it. You know, how did you learn from it? You know what God's best is for you or when you violated his principles. Example, once I was blind and now I can see. You know that theory? So you now ask me, how was David a bad dad? Wow. Let's go into the story of David. David had three children. Amnon, Absalom, and Tamar. But to Amnon and Absalom, Tamar was their stepsister. Or, you know, half-sister, not stepsister. But... Ammon fell in love with her and he tried everything he could to get her 
and then spoke with one of his stupid cousins who advised him on how to go about it. And what he did, he pretended he was ill and requested that Tamar should come and um, look after him. Innocently, she did. And Am Amnon seized that opportunity to actually rape her. Yes, he raped his half-sister. What do you think David did? Well, he heard about it, angry. I mean, he was angry, but he did nothing. Absolutely nothing about it. So, what do you think? Obviously, Tamar was so sad, angry, because in those days, you had to be married as a virgin. And her brother, Absalom, found out and was angry, but he too said nothing. But what did he do? He kept it to himself and revenged two years after. And how did he do this? He plotted and revenged and asked Amnon to follow him somewhere in the field. And he did, and he got his men, and Amnon was killed. And this was two years later. So you see, that saying that time heals all wounds was certainly not the case in the history of Absalom and Amnon, his brother. So, in this instance, what did David do again? Absolutely nothing. Now, don't forget, let's go about the story of Absalom. Absalom was the troublesome child of David. Absalom was the one who conspired to overthrow David from the throne. But he was not successful and he himself was also killed. Wow. How do you think the mother of these three children will feel when they see that their father who had all the power and authority did absolutely nothing let's try and imagine they were very upset they were very angry with david but let's look at it the other way how do you think david was feeling he actually made his past to paralyze him and how did he do that by doing nothing hiding his head like an ostrich dipping it into the sand or was he thinking my children know my past I'm not going to say anything because if I say anything they might use that against me we have got some fathers in that situation even today so don't forget what was Adam, David's sin remember with Bathsheba his was even worse than Ammon. But the difference is when um, Nathan confronted David, he was repentant. He repented and don't forget, that was where he wrote Psalm 51. And Psalm 51 verses 3 to 4 says, and I quote, 
For I know my transgressions, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight. So you are right in your verdict, and justified when you judge. David had someone who confronted him, and he was able to repent. But David, now in authority, being a father, who should have done something, didn't. Remember I said we've got some fathers who are in David's shoes, who think, you know, they find it difficult to tell their children off or to correct them because they've done something similar to what they're doing or they are still doing it. Listen. Inaction is a mistake. But guess what? It is part of Satan's work. It is Satan's plan to destroy a family, just as he did in David's case. Indeed, it is crucial that fathers not become paralyzed. God requires good dads to take action. After all, the physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being of their children is at stake. One thing for certain is that we all have a past. Let us use this time to reflect, think about it. Don't bury our heads in the sand. Let us face it. You know, sometimes when you want to ask someone for something, you know the answer is either going to be a yes or a no. Let us take the bull by the horn. Let's iron these things out. And this world will be a better place for you and for me. Fathers, mothers, let us speak to our children. Yes, cons- um, com- communi- communication is key. Let us communicate with our young ones. Let us tell them we actually had a past. You know, African parents sometimes, their children you know don't do very well in school and it's always i was always first when i was in school uh-uh. let's change that mentality were you actually first in school in class come on god is a forgiving father let us learn to forgive ourselves do not let your past paralyze you i hope i've been able to encourage someone this morning this afternoon this evening Let's be good parents. Most especially, let's be good dads and not bad dads. David, with all his bad attributes, we understand, was a, was a man after God's heart. And I pray the good Lord will see us through, will teach us and keep us under his wings. I want you all to reflect on that. You need to make that promise to God to yourself, to your wife or the mother of your children and to your children and become that good father. And until I come your way next time, stay safe, keep well, God bless you and thank you for listening. Have a blessed week.